Felix should have known that something was wrong when it was Matilda who licked her nose in morning greeting rather than knife sword. When the goblin finally did open her eyes, she noted how her familiar looked almost concerned, skittish, her beady eyes boring into her own. Oh, I'm sure he's just fine, Matilda. He must have gone to fetch that moldy cheese he loves so much for breakfast is all. She rose carefully, eliciting a surprised squeak from her hairy armadillo, who scrambled onto Knife Sword's pillow instead. As the witch had no customers to grift, I mean aid, with her grief in speaking to their loved ones from beyond today, she stretched her olive-toned limbs skyward and studied her curvaceous frame in the cracked mirror leaning by the corner of their bedroom. Blix was tall for a goblin, likely having some hob somewhere in her lineage. Knife Sword was perhaps a um, toad's length shorter than she was, but she didn't mind. Where her lover's eyes were brilliant yellow, hers had a more ominous amber, even bleeding into reds, which suited her profession just fine. The witch hummed in her practice mezzo, clearing the morning rasp as she gathered flowers, herbs, and tinctures into her basket before strolling along to the privacy under the weeping willow and the small outdoor bath area she had constructed here by the river of their sleepy little swamp. Her lover always hesitated in joining her favorite ritual, which afforded her the long, luxurious locks that sprouted from her head, and was in no way simply dyed branchlets from her favorite tree, woven with wispy, meager strands that may or may not actually have grown out of her scalp. No matter. She enjoyed the solitude, the ability to connect with nature by dunking herself in a mud pool first, then properly lathering and washing herself after a relaxing morning bath. She swept and cooked and practiced her magic and communed with Matilda, and by dark, as she peered out of her hut's front window and saw naught but dancing fireflies, she did finally begin to worry. Where did that goblin of hers get to? Wasn't that the question? That very question had caused her to pull her harrow deck out and even use that fiddly scrying nonsense she had learned recently. The answers she received were difficult to interpret, and led her on perhaps the wildest of adventures, from the Radiant Festival in Absalon to some rather suspicious-looking pits in the Moangi Expanse. She dined with a certain lady who had a school for girls in Ravenel, and relieved some rather delectable components from the Corvosan Academy. A storm had followed her up the hill to the Citadel, and as she threw the front doors dramatically open, the sky punctuated her arrival with a thunderous clap. The Bramble Brashers, as she came to know them later, had been seated around various tables wearing party hats, an enormous lopsided cake with the words, Happy Birthday Warble, adorning the top with, Were those earthworms? Truthfully, both parties looked surprised to see one another. Mildly perturbed, perhaps, would have been a better description. Knife sword, dark hole, seagull teeth. Where is he? Blix demanded imperiously, her dark hair swaying in the storm behind her. Um, he's out, said a rather smartly dressed goblin, standing just on the other side of the cake. On tiptoe, no doubt. He went adventuring with the tall ones. What business do you have with him? The witch eyed the birthday girl suspiciously. Was there a touch of protectiveness to her voice? Perhaps whatever he had run afoul of in the jungle was no more. Perhaps he was rescued, but his brain was addled, so he knew not to return home to her. 
I'm his betrothed. She sniffed dryly and absolutely did notice the tension in the latter's shoulders now. Oh, well, you're welcome to stay and wait until he returns. I'm sure he has much explaining to do. On that, they could agree. Thank you, Blix said, closing the doors behind her with a sheepish wave of her hand. Oh, and, uh, happy birthday. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Eye Podcast. Please visit us at crackdiepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Epidemic Sound. Please visit them at epidemicsound.com. The Cracked Eye Podcast theme was composed by Angelo DiLoretto. He is forever missed. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in breathing life into this production. We do not know where we'd be without them. If you'd like to join our Patreon, please visit patreon.com slash Podcast. <laughs>